0: So nuts and bolts, that is pretty much the email that you would put out there. It's got to be compelling. And really, you got to really nail down that subject title for sure, just to to allow you to stand out because it is a sea, it's a C sea of emails in that person's inbox, especially if they're more high profile. So those are some steps, some tips right there that could definitely help you.
1: Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have a special guest lined up for you today. This is the man that makes everything happened here at the Thought Leader Revolution Podcast. He's the man who has helped us get a lot of great guests. He's the man who's done a lot of the powerful technical work to get this podcast up and running. He makes us look good, and he is the leading thought leader when it comes to putting together podcasts and getting booked to speak on podcasts. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one the only, the legendary Dave Mendonca. Welcome to the show,
0: Dave. Nikki, very kind of you to say that. For a second, I had to look over my shoulder (laughs) to make sure you were talking to me. (laughs) So... (laughs) Just had to make sure. Thank you, sir. Thank
1: you. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. It's a real honor to have you here on the show. I mean, as you know, I I respect your work a great deal. Without your help, we wouldn't be where we are today. And and I want you, the listener, to know that that's the absolute God's honest truth. Dave Mendonca is uh, the power behind the throne, as it were. So you know who our listener is, Dave. Our listener is uh, a thought leader, an aspiring thought leader. There's somebody who is interested in growing their business. They might even be stuck on a plateau right now, right? So they listen to the show because they're looking to you, our guest expert, to provide them with your best tips, your best strategies, your best hacks on how to do that. But before, they'll listen to you. They want to know who you are. They want to get to know you a little bit. So Dave, tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Dave Mendonca?
0: Go oh, to this. I love this. The origin story. Here's the the superhero origin story. Okay, so we'll take you back in a different life. I used to be a television sports reporter for uh, a now defunct network uh, called the Score Television Network, which I think is Sportsnet 360 up here in Canada. I used to be a sports reporter. I used to cover the Raptors, like all the local Toronto sports teams. Life was great, Nikki. Like I was living the dream. Everything was going great. Like I always wanted to be a sports guy. Then around 2006, health issues. Uh, I had heavy metal toxic poisoning from like water, water and stuff like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, As a result, I had crazy anxiety. My life was in such a tailspin. It was ridiculous. My life was topsy-turvy. So it totally impacted me severely. So – Once we got that under control, like saw natural paths and stuff like that to get things under control, I was still at the score. But obviously the juice wasn't there anymore. Like it just I wasn't able to report anymore. I did voiceover work for those guys, but I could definitely see the writing on the wall. Uh, Ultimately, we parted ways. So there was a dream. Kiss goodbye, just like that. So there's like a time where I was just floating around just trying to figure out what the heck to do next. And an old buddy of mine that I used to work with at the score, we had lost touch for a little bit. His name's oddly. Uh, we uh, reconnected on Facebook and we're both big basketball fans. And we said, Hey, you know, he's like, Hey, let's do a podcast. I'm like, sure. I don't know what this podcasting thing is. So we team up and we just do it for love for podcasts of basketball fans. We did a podcast and it was great. We did it for five years. I was, podcast uh, guest booking throughout those five years. Had no idea that would play a factor in my future. And as a result of that podcast, it allowed me to pump out a couple of books. Uh, recently, a Raptors book about three years ago, I used some of the content from that podcast for. So did the basketball podcast, said goodbye to that. Um, just wanted to focus on some writing and stuff like that. And then I was just in this tailspin, okay, figuring out what am I gonna do next? And I went from menial job menial job telemarketing by the way telemarketing sucks it really does (laughs) it really (laughs) does nikki and it was it was challenging for me so i i did that for a little bit and then i got a business coach uh you might know his name michael palmer (laughs) you might know his name so i I worked with my my bank (laughs) there you go so I, i worked with him for a couple of years uh like he was helping me and stuff and he knew that my situation job-wise was up in the air and stuff like that. And he's like, hey, man, why don't you do some part-time telemarketing for me? Like he's got this other business called Pure Bookkeeping, which uh, helps bookkeepers. And I'm like, Ugh, telemarketing, are you kidding me in my mind, right? I'm like, no, I, I can't do this stuff. But I, I, just, I just said, you know what, to that part, I said, shut up, okay? You don't have many options right now. Take a leap and do it. So mm-hmm. I did. Like I was doing some part-time telemarketing while I was doing some other jobs, and then uh, along the way, you know, blossomed to full-time work and whatnot. And Michael was really cool. Like he could see that once we uh, got his podcast, he had a successful bookkeeper podcast. He uh, debuted. He he saw my ability to book these guests, and I was working with you two on. Business to Thought Leadership, which obviously is now the Thought Leader Revolution uh, podcast. it so worked with you guys, and Michael's like, "Hey, man, you, like you're getting these big guests. Like you have this knack for getting uh, these guests for podcasts, and that's when it clued in. Hey, you know what? I do have a certain expertise around this, you and." Do? That's when I decided, you know what, let's take another leap. Let's create this uh, podcast agency. It's called uh, Podcast Interview Experts. And I just basically help entrepreneurs get on uh, just bus- like really relevant uh, business podcasts for, their, for t- their target niche. So that's where I am today. So there was a lot of ups and downs and whatnot. But it's really cool because I get to help today entrepreneurs – just really connect with their audiences that that they may not have found in other mediums with like TV or radio and stuff like that. So this is where I am today, Nikki. Dave, that's quite the story. So um, you don't know this, but I'm about to reveal it to you. You're
1: actually famous in the Billu household. So both my sons read your book about the Raptors, and they're both huge basketball fans, and they both play basketball. My older boy especially, um, he is quite the basketball player. He's like 12 years old. He plays soccer as well. But, uh, you know, he's the best uh, grade 7 basketball player at his school, which is uh, St. Michael's College School. And uh, they both devoured your book. I think they've read it more than once both. Is of them. That really? And they go, <laughs> awesome. so, you know, this guy, you know, Dave Mendonca, they both said this to me. I go, yeah, I know Dave Mendonca. He said, oh, that's- wow, that's so cool. He's so awesome. He's so great. So oh,
0: that's cool.
1: It really is. It really is. You're famous in the Billu household. So um oh, that's and awesome. there's no question that you are a leading thought leader when it comes to podcasts. So We define thought leadership with a number of different pillars, right? So number one, we say that you need to have real expertise and real IP. Well, you do. You've got a brand new book out called Get Booked, Attract More Clients and Boost Your Brand Through Business Podcast Guest Appearances. And I've read this book. I'm almost done it. I'm about 102 pages in on a 120-page book. And what I can tell you is that you have step-by-step outlined for the reader who I'm assuming is an entrepreneur, a potential thought leader, an actual thought leader, the value of podcasts to helping them stand out and grow their brand. And you've done it in an absolutely brilliant way. So you've checked off box number one, which is have world-class IP. Box number two is, Get clarity on your message. Well, your message is really niche. It's around how to get booked on podcasts and how this can help you grow your business. So check box number two, right? So box number three and four, those may be boxes that, you know what, you can probably leverage to a greater extent. But box number three and four is, hey, have a premium pricing strategy. Put a program out there together to get people who could use your your expertise to buy it, but do it in such a way that they value it. Because if you undercharge for stuff, right, our experience has been people don't value it. I've got tons of people who've read both my book and the Thought Leader uh, Practice book by Matt Church. Tons, right? I've given these books away to tons of people. Not one of them has become a millionaire. You know what I mean? Because Mm. the book's been given to them for free. And then I got a ton of people who've done my $40,000 mastermind program and a bunch of them have become millionaires. Go figure, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Right, because they actually value that. And then the fourth thing is to leverage this expertise right? To be able to deliver it in multiple platforms. And you are doing that. So you got that checked off. You're appearing on other podcasts. You're finding ways to get this program out to other people. So I would say having three out of those four boxes checked makes you a thought leader. What do you say to that, Dave?
0: Well, it's amazing. I'm speechless. Uh, Cause it's interesting, Nikki, like, I don't know. Like I find that I work in a bubble, right? I just, I, I'm just trying to create content That's helpful to people and it's, you know, it's based on experiences I've had because I hate it when people, you know, sell stuff out there and they haven't lived it and they haven't produced and whatnot and they still sell it and I don't want to be that guy. So I'm in this bubble. I just want to create and make stuff that's good. Right. So, like, I'm glad that, you know, you're reading the book and, you know, hopefully others will, too. It just the thing is with podcasting, it's such an opportunity. I think there's a lot of thought leaders out there that are missing out. Um, I think many of them, maybe they just don't know about podcasting. Uh, I think everyone or some people are maybe still. Uh, in the old way of thinking like, oh, you got to get on TV, you got to get on radio, get, got to get into print and stuff like that online. But there's also podcasting too. So like, I, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be a thought leader that could hopefully shed some light for your listeners in regards to maybe investigating this route. And the, the cool thing about being like a podcast guest, in most cases, it's free. It's like free. And it's really just a matter of matching your expertise with the audience that will need your expertise in regards to that podcast. You're really a matchmaker, you know, so I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be a thought leader and help your listeners out.
1: You know what? That's, that's fantastic. And hey, you're going to be speaking at one of our upcoming events in 2019. I'm super excited about that, right? You're going to get to share your wisdom with the folks uh, at our January immersion. So, you know, listener, if you've been wondering, hey, uh, can I get to uh, come and meet you, Nikki, or meet your team or meet some of the great people you have on, on the show, you're going to get to meet the great Dave Mendonca in January.
0: Uh, it's funny. You're always using great. Like I'm just, I'm just Dave. I'm just the guy with the the lunch pail I bring to work. You know, like if I have some, some information that could help people, that's awesome. You know
1: what? That's that, that, that's, that's humility on your part. And I truly respect that. Uh, and, and I'm just going to say, I see you as great, because what you do is great. You do it in a uh, in a very unique way, and you bring great results for us. I mean, we work with you, right? I mean, because of you, we get to do what we do. So I see how valuable what you do is. I mean, you prepare the marketing write-up on each of the podcast episodes this week for the Thought Leader Revolution. You come up with a really fabulous, flattering picture of each one of our guests. You find a way to, to let us promote that out into our audience. And I got to say, Dave, that's a unique talent. Not everybody could do that. In fact, I don't know anybody else who can do that, which is why I'm very grateful that we get to work with you.
0: That's why I, I call you great. My pleasure, sir. I, I'm glad that you know my efforts are helping you out and helping you help a lot of people.
1: No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Dave, wh- why don't we go through some of the key points in the book, shall we? Just to give people a sense of why this book can be valuable for them. Okay. So yeah. you you talk about what it takes for someone to be a valuable and profitable podcast guest right so your first chapter is why you must know your ideal client could you go into a little bit more detail on why that's important
0: well here's the thing like i, like I mentioned it, it's about matchmaking right you got to make sure what you're providing has an audience that some you know people that will want to buy what you're you're selling what you're providing so if you don't know who those people are then you could just appear anywhere and get like no results. It's really important to get a zero focus on who your target audience is. I'll, I'll give you a story. So with uh, Michael Palmer's uh, successful bookkeeper podcast, I booked a guest for him. His name his name's uh, Mike Michalowicz. He's the author of Profit First. Okay. And he has this program that helps bookkeepers, accountants and business coaches, um, train like their clients on this mythology, this not methodology, I mean, about profit first. Like he's got this this whole curriculum about his book. So anyway, so for Mike Michalowicz, I'm like, you know what, this guy's a fit for the successful bookkeeper because I already knew what he was about, who his target people were. So I get him on the show and he talks about how bookkeepers could be profit advisors for their clients. And what do you know, one of our licensees, one of Michael's licensees, Emails uh, Michael back and says, hey, I heard your podcast with Mike Michalowicz. I checked out his book and now I'm a profit first professional. That's Michalowicz's program. Boom. Right there. See, Mike's niche was clearly targeted. I matched him with the audience and you get the result. Someone buys his program. It's it's funny. It's, it's shocking how common sense that is, Nikki." But a lot of people don't get it. So it's really important to figure out, okay, who are you serving? Cause it's so much easier to match your niche with what you're serving. If you know who your niche is, it's really common sense.
1: No, that's brilliant. So it's, 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 it's common sense, but common sense is very uncommon these days, unfortunately. So the other thing that you said, the next chapter is about how your expert status attracts podcast hosts and clients, right? So could you go a little deeper into that? Why, why you, leveraging your expert status can really help you get on the right shows and get the right clients?
0: Well, it's really how you present yourself. Um, like if you go online and I type in Nikki Baloo, and I see all these random videos of Nikki Baloo, Like there's a video of him like uh, making balloon animals. <laughs> in nice. one video. And there's another video of Nikki Baloo I don't know, like doing cartwheels and like a dress. It, it just, it, and what you're saying is your niche is you help thought leaders. It just doesn't make sense. Like you need that unison, that cohesion of message online, because I'll tell you this much. Like I, I've been a podcast a guest booker for four podcasts. Okay. I'm going to give you Some things that I look out for. Okay, right now, here are some questions I ask myself when I'm going to book somebody on a podcast. Number one, are they credible experts in their field? Are they relevant to our audience? Will they offer tips and suggestions that will help solve our listeners' problems? Can they communicate clearly and effectively? Will their personality work well with our host and will listeners like them? Will they promote their interview to their email list in addition to their social media and personal networks? And finally, will they offer a free downloadable and useful gift to our audience? So those are the questions I have in my mind. And it does start with like how you show yourself as an expert. There has to be a level of consistency when when I'm looking you up online. And that's powerful because if I get the message that Nikki Balou helps thought leaders and I have a thought leader podcast, it's it's going to make my job a lot easier. And once I see how Nikki speaks and what kind of value he brings, it, it makes everything a perfect fit. And you're going to serve the audience that we're trying to hit. And you're going to serve your audience. You're going you're to you're be a winner as well because you're, you're clearly targeting people that will buy your stuff and that will n- know, like, and trust you. They'll love you. So it's so key to get your get your image down, get your message down before you go on a podcast. Because if you have any leaks, people are smart. Like Nikki, they'll 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 sniff these thought leaders out and say, "Wait a second, that doesn't add up." Yeah, I saw Nikki fricking putting together you know balloon animals in a video. You know,
1: balloon so it, animals. I love how it. How you,
0: you your image together, get that consistency, focus. And that will help you big time when it comes to pitching podcasts.
1: I love that. That's brilliant. Okay. So you delve into a number of other topics here, which I think are very important. So you talk about the pitch email, why that's important, how that can be your
0: ticket to the show. Talk about that for a bit, Dave. So the pitch email, here's the thing. Okay. Let me make this very clear. If you have, okay, so there's a podcast that you think would be just so right for you. Oh yeah, like I'm Nikki Blue. There's that Thought Leader podcast. I know if I'm on there, I'm going to make an impact, right? You got to figure out, you know, how to get to those people. Now, first off, if you have any mutual like connections with those people, like friends or anybody, you know, obviously leverage those first. However, if you don't, the majority of the time, you're going to have to cold email people okay and cold emailing in my in my experience is much better than cold calling cuz cold calling you're never going to get anywhere but by for some reason having a cold email it's you get in that person's inbox and you know it, it's you know when you go into a person's inbox obviously it is a minefield like there there's so there's so much distraction in there so you got to make sure that you can get somebody's attention and I think with a pitch email, like the subject line, that's your your first opportunity to really hook people. So typically, what I do in regards to hooking somebody uh, to open up the email in general, I'll say like maybe it's a geography hook. Okay, and you say so. So Nikki's in Toronto, but Nikki wants to be on I don't know a podcast in like uh, Los Angeles, right? So Nikki would put hi first name of the host, hi first name comma Greetings from Toronto, your podcast interview guest, something like that. So right away, the geography hook. Since maybe that LA podcast doesn't really get people from Toronto coming in or like reaching out, they'll be like, "Hmm, that's wow, Toronto." Because maybe somebody in LA, it's it's like a freaking other planet, like is getting in touch with them because it's Canada. Whoa, Canada. Toronto. Okay. I'm going to open this up. So the whole point is with your subject line, you have to be able to hook these people with stuff that's not commonplace, you know, cause their inbox is littered. So how are you going to break that? So you get that, that hooky subject title in that email. Then you go into the email itself and basically this is what you do. You know, you got to be polite. You got to state who you are, and why it's important to them, why it's important to the podcast guest booker or host, talk about what kind of value you're going to bring to those people, bring to that podcast because that's the important thing as well. A lot of entrepreneurs when they get on podcasts, it's all about promoting themselves first. That is probably the absolute worst thing you could do because that's basically you're basically broadcasting an infomercial of your company. Don't do that. People will turn you off in a second. So what you got to do is in the email you have to talk about maybe three bullet points about value that you can present to that audience. And obviously you do your research on that podcast, you know, who listens to them? You know, even like with your with your own clients, current clients, like ask them what podcast do they listen to and why. So do your research so that when you provide, when you provide the value, you, you can note it in three quick bullet points. Okay. So that's another that's another value add there. Then at the end of your email, like well, you talk about your credibility. Cause you got to talk about how, uh, you know, why you're a big deal, you know, not in those words, but you talk about your expertise, you talk about who you've served that is relevant to that podcast, uh, talk about like, I don't know, like any industry celebrities that you've worked with, like any notable people, you, you got to get that out there and make sure people know about it. Then at the end of your email, you talk about, uh, some sort of like uh, downloadable gift, some sort of discount or gift for their audience. Cause it's like Nikki, it's like when you go over to somebody's house, right, for the first time, you bring you bring a bundt cake, you you bring something, you know, you bring a, a you know a bottle of wine, right. This is no different. You're going you're going into somebody's house. You're going on a podcast. That's somebody's house. Bring a gift. Bring a free gift that's relevant, that is easily consumable, like a checklist. I don't know, like uh, five ways to profit. You know, to to be a profitable thought leader in the retail business. You know, and make sure you're in a, on a retail podcast, make it all relevant and consistent. You know, cuz right away the the host of the podcast guest Booker will say, "You know what? This guy's thinking of us. He's thinking of our audience. He's given us something." So that that's also like a value add cuz it, it's not about you, Nikki. You're like you're the messenger. You you're trying to help their listeners. That's the way you got to frame it, you know. And once people get that vibe that hey, you know, Nikki is like You know, he's about helping people. People resonate with that. So, so that's your email. Then at the end of the email, you just say, you know, thank you um, for your time. You know, I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. Like, be super polite. You know, I've always been a type of guy that believes in politeness. And when you read the book. I think you'll get a taste of that. I have. That's just the way I operate because I don't think people respond well to jerks. So so I, I try to be myself and not be a jerk. So those are some things to look out for. So recap, you got to have a hooky subject title to your email. The top of your email, you know, hi, so-and-so. Talk about who you are, what you represent, and talk about how you'd like to be on the show and why it would be advantageous for the podcast host or podcast Audience in general, talk about the points, the value points that you would like to give people, like three bullet points that would be relevant to their audience and very helpful. You talk about your credibility why should they have you on their podcast? What have you done? Like really, really sexy stuff, you know, notable celebrities you've worked with, whatever. Then you talk about the gift you'll give and you'll describe the gift and why it's relevant to those people. And then you just say, you know, thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to your response. Have a great day. So nuts and bolts, that is pretty much the email that you would put out there. It's got to be compelling. And really, you got to really nail down that subject title for sure, just to to allow you to stand out because it is a sea, it's a sea of emails in that person's inbox, especially if they're more high profile. So those are some steps, some tips right there that could definitely help you.
1: Those are awesome tips, man. I absolutely love those tips, Dave. So, you know, there's a lot of gold in what you just revealed, okay? And I want to just recap it because it's very important to the listener. Longtime listeners to this podcast know that we 100% align with what you said about it's not about you. It's always about the other person. It's about the podcast host. It's about their audience in this case. And if you're a thought leader that serves a particular group in the marketplace, it's not about you. It's about your potential client, right? And if you come across as wanting to make a sale, there's a desperation to that. There's a quality of desperateness to it. And people can smell that. My friend Mark Von Muser calls it commission breath. Have you heard this phrase before, Dave, commission breath? Nope. Nope. It it, it basically means that they can smell your desire to sell and your complete disregard for the issues that they're facing a mile away, right? So don't have commission breath. It's very unattractive, right? It's important that... You understand that the person on the other end is a human being. They're someone's brother. They're someone's sister. They're someone's son. They're someone's daughter, wife or husband, a friend. They have hopes, dreams, and fears just like you do. And when they're connecting with you, they're taking a chance, right? Hey, is this person going to be a good person? Are they going to treat me well? Are they going to treat my audience well? Are they going to give something good to us? And the only way you're going to be successful in this game is if the answer to all those questions is yes and a resounding Yes. And you're here on this earth for a few reasons. But one of the most important reasons is to contribute to other people, to help make their lives better. And we do what we do inside this podcast, inside eCircle Academy, inside eCircle as a whole, because we are looking to serve people, good people who've been suffering because they're really good at what they do, but they haven't been able to get off that plateau uh, in their business. They've been stuck. And that's why we do what we do, because we believe that if you're a good person, you deserve to make a lot of money and you deserve to have a big impact, because that's how the world becomes better. Mm -hmm. So I really resonate with what you said, Dave. It's very powerful stuff. Awesome. Yeah, true. It is. It really is. So let's go to a couple other topics in, in your book, which I think are important. So you talk about how to attract sales lead from your podcast appearance. I gotta believe that my listener is really interested in that. So can you expand on that for a couple minutes?
0: All right. everybody get ready for this. okay? Like I was saying, I'm strapped in, buddy. <laughs> let me just set up a little context here. for for those people out there who still don't believe podcasting or being on a podcast is worthwhile, there are big sponsors out there that are advertising on podcasts like Starbucks, Netflix, FedEx, Toyota, as well. Uh, there's been recent numbers about uh, podcast ad revenue that apparently it's projected that by the year 2020 sponsors would have spent $659 million on podcast ads. So this That's is a, a big deal. A lot of like, money. A lot of money. So, and also thought leaders like Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins and Oprah have all been on podcasts as guests and they have their own podcast as well. So this is a big deal. Okay, so now, now to your question, Nikki, about how to get sales leads. Like I was saying, okay, so when you're on a podcast, it, it's about you giving out the goodies to people, okay? So like whatever tips, you know, like tricks, roadmaps, steps, whatever is relevant to that audience, that solves their problems, eases their pain. It helps them transform, go from point A to point B in a miraculous way. That's important. And it's all like you giving, giving, giving. Okay. So once you do that, once you give them that gold and they connect with you as a person, it's important to be vulnerable when you're on a podcast, be you. All right. Like don't, don't be some stuffy guy. Like, like right now I'm just being me right? So I'm just letting you know that that's important because we're human beings and podcasting is such a personal medium. Like you're in like right now, we're in somebody's earbuds right now. Like right now, somebody's working out, grocery shopping, whatever. And we're occupying that time with them. We're with them. And this is like a shared experience that's happening right now. So when you're on a podcast, it's important to build that connection. Okay. And you do that by providing relevant goodies, great information. And that happens when you do your research beforehand and you you find out, OK, what could be tailored for that podcast specific audience? Because it's important. Like I don't listen to people on podcasts and like them if I don't feel like they're being an, a, they're not being genuine, genuine with me to provide useful content. OK, so you build that trust. OK, so you're providing great content. Here's the key. Okay. Besides that, at the end of the interview, you need a call to action. All right. Mm. That call to action typically comes in the form of a free gift. Okay. So, like a checklist or something, right? So, you know, you talk about the free gift and how it could help people. You encourage them to check it out. And if they know, like, and trust you enough during that podcast interview, they'll check it out and, you know, they'll opt in. They'll, you know send you their email. so I, at the very least they do that and that's great you know and you know you talk about your business a little bit yeah if you if you want to work with me, here's my website if If you've made that impression, Nikki, that you've provided them a lot of good stuff that's really helping them and it's free and they feel you know what I trust this guy this, this guy's cool and I want to interact with this person more beyond this interview, okay and they will. They'll download your stuff, and they'll see they'll see your consistency. Oh, you know what? I downloaded this stuff, and it's still really valuable. I like what he's saying, and I still like this guy. He's, he's consistent, you know, in the way he's putting out the message. And then you know what? I'm gonna check out his website now. You know, let's do, let, let's really dive into it. You know, because I have this problem I need solving. Maybe this is the person to help me with that. So that's how you do it, Nick. You like the call to action is vital in regards to getting a sales lead uh, via, via your interview. It's really, it's again, it's not, it's not that hard. It's be valuable, you know, give stuff to people. That's awesome. During your interview, be real, help them. You give them a free gift at the end. Cause remember you're, you're going to that podcast host's uh, house, right? Got to bring a gift. You know, it's the nice thing to do and it's helpful. You're helping people. And you know what, either way, if someone listens to the episode and all they do is just download your download, take advantage of the free gift, and they never interact with you again. That's still okay because you're helping them, right? Like you still gave them something and you helped them. It, it, you know, like at the very, at the very least. In my books, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, in regards to sales leads, though, it all you know, just providing that golden stuff. It will, if you've made enough of an impact and people like you enough, and they think that guy's cool or that that lady's cool they'll, they'll want to interact. They'll want to go to your website. They'll want to download your, your free gift. They want to check out your podcast. They want to see what you're about. So that's probably the biggest key is developing that call to action. And so what is the call to action? Like what exactly is the gift you can use? It's really what I go by is, is it consumable, right? Like, can you consume it, you know, within a day, uh, even sooner like you know you could you know if it's a checklist or something but make sure it's darn valuable like make sure it's something that's useful and it's not just slapped together there's got to be some thought into it so that's the thing you're building trust nikki when you're on a podcast you're you're making connections like these are absolute strangers that have granted you the opportunity to take up some of their valuable time everyone's busy nikki everybody so you got to make this count when you're on somebody's show make sure You give them amazing stuff and then you give them an amazing gift. Then after that, it's really up to them, you know, and that's really the biggest thing in regards to sales leads. And once that interview is done, also like talk with the host too. build a a connection with that person as well, because that could lead to opportunities too. You just never know. And always be about the win-win, always. Okay, like how can I help the host? You know, even, you know, I know I was talking about like how to get on podcasts before another value add in that email is maybe like, how can you get that host clients? You know, Hey, I know some people that could potentially, you know, help you out. That's another thing you could think about going in, you know, it's like, how, how can I get this person clients if you know they have a business outside the podcast? So that's it, Nikki. So the sales leads come up with a really uh, good call to action and don't be salesy about it. When you're doing your interview, you know, don't make a big proclamation, you know, like this is my free gift. It's amazing. You know, I just say it's, you know what, it could be useful to some of your listeners. And if you want to check out more about me, here's my website. You know, no need to to really play it up. You know, just be you. Just be you. So I would say those are the things around getting sales leads. It's really uh, build trust uh, during the interview, provide amazing uh, content, uh, come up with a good uh relevant call to action including that free gift and yeah that that's about it that's about it you know you'd be surprised that stuff works i've heard it work i've seen it work it works you just have to execute it beautiful
1: beautiful i love that i love that so so dave we're going to actually put that into action right now so this has been a fantastic interview and I know that you've got a free gift that you'd like to offer to my listeners. So please go ahead and do that
0: now. Yeah. So for your listeners out there, the thought leaders, the entrepreneurs, the coaches, all those great people, talented people. If you're thinking, okay, you know what? All right. I'm hearing this Dave guy blab on and on about being a podcast guest. Okay. Let's humor this guy. You know, I want to find out if I've got the stuff, to uh, actually make some money and impact lives off these interviews. Great. So what can you do? I have this free downloadable (laughs) free gift that uh, I'll send you. It's called your profitable podcast guest assessment. Okay. So basically it's a 16 pager. It's like um, multiple choice and it'll, it'll show you step by step where you're at, like what you need, like where you need to fill in the blanks in regards to really, like really kick some butt on a podcast interview. So you go through it, it's free. You know, it it doesn't take too much time. It could definitely be done within a day, for sure. You can do it. And once you figure out where you're at, the cool thing about it, it shows you what you need to get done. Like say if you're at a lower level, no worries, here's some suggestions to get to the next level. So. All you got to do to access that is just go to this link. It's basically the standoutnowpodcast.com slash GB free resources. Just go there. So the standoutnowpodcast.com slash GB as in get booked free resources. And once you do that and you opt in, I'll fire you the PDF and there you go and and let me know how you're doing. Let, let me know like what's going on and uh, if there's any questions you have about the process. It's just, you know, I created that assessment, Nikki, because I had been seeing some entrepreneurs. They were just making missteps. Like they wanted to do the podcast thing. They wanted to do it, but they just weren't ready. And I would see their online presence. It was all over the place. And these are great people. These are great people that could really benefit, but they just need some work, need some tweaking. And hopefully – This assessment could help those people and can help your listeners and check it out.
1: That's awesome, Dave. And obviously, folks, go to Amazon and order your copy of Get Booked. This is a fabulous resource. I've just read it myself. I'm, uh, as I said, over 103 pages into a 120-page book. And I think the last few pages are basically resources and links and so forth. But I'll tell you, it's full of gold. You, you're going to want to get a copy for yourself. And if you've got clients who are in business for themselves, buy five or 10 copies. Hand them out as Christmas gifts. You know, Christmas is coming around the corner. It's it's fabulous stuff. And you know what? If you're intrigued about uh, learning more, definitely go find uh, Dave's website. Uh, That's going to be in the show notes. And uh, come to the E-Circle Academy Immersion in January, January 30th, 31st, Feb 1st. Dave's going to be speaking at that event. He's going to do a fabulous talk, putting some of these principles into action and to use them in order to grow your business. I can say this from us having the podcast, we've made several hundred thousand dollars. There's no question. This has been an important part of our success. So Dave, I got to say, thank you so much for all this. So we wrap up every interview, as you know, by asking you, our expert guest. For your top three expert action steps that you recommend our listener take on to enhance their business and enhance their life. So what say you?
0: Number one, know your audience, know who you're trying to target. That, that is golden. And once you know your audience in regards to finding podcasts, do your research, like put in the time to find those podcasts that have your future customers in them. So, you know, uh, you research online, Google, talk to your current clients, you know, what podcasts do they listen to? So that's number two. And uh, number three, just be you. Get on get on those podcasts, be genuine, uh, be, you know, be hospitable, be, you know, be very giving. And you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what kind of results you can get. By doing that. Like, I've seen it over and over again. And there's no reason if Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins, and Oprah are on these podcasts, there's no reason why you can't be either. Okay. So those are my three tips.
1: Those are fantastic expert action steps. Those are awesome tips. So listener, you might be thinking to yourself, wow, this Dave Mendonka guy, he's a pretty cool cat. He knows a lot of stuff. He's clearly a thought leader. And I'd love to be a thought leader, but maybe you have imposter syndrome going on. Maybe you're thinking in your head, I could never do that. I could never be that. But you really want to. There's something on your heart. You're here because you want to make a difference for your fellow man and your fellow woman. And you know what? At the Thought Leader Revolution podcast and at eCircle, we know that you really want to make the difference you were born to make. We know you want to be a confident and successful thought leader. But in order for you to do that, you need to crack the code of how to grow your thought leader practice. And the problem is maybe you don't know how to do it. And that makes you feel anxious and question, do I have what it takes? Here's what I want to tell you. Of course you have what it takes. We believe that you don't have to do this alone. That's one of our things. We have hashtag don't do 2019 alone. You deserve help from a team who's been there and has helped dozens of other people get there. And we understand that maybe you're doing everything you know how to grow your practice and it really isn't working. That's why we created this podcast. That's why we created our program. And our program, our methodology, our approach has helped the majority of our members make $20,000 plus a month, almost $250,000 plus a year as a thought leader, as a coach, as a consultant, versus less than 1% of all thought leaders, all coaches and consultants attaining that level on their own in the marketplace. And the way we do it is through a three-step success system. Step one, schedule a success call with myself or a member of my team. Step two, sign up for our live workshop and get trained in our amazing methodology. Step three, execute it and grow your business. So don't delay. Schedule your success call now. Go to ecircleacademy.com. Go to the top right-hand corner. Click on the button. Schedule your success call now. <laughs> and in the meantime, like Davis suggested, we've got a, a free report called Six Steps to Growing Your Coaching Business. That's available on the website as well. So Click on that, download that for yourself and jump on the success call because when you do, by the time you're off the call, you're going to know that there is a way for you to stop being stuck with little to no growth in your practice. And instead, you're going to have the opportunity to be able to grow your business, make the difference you were born to make and have all your monies be over. Dave Mandonka, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. You rock, man.
0: Nikki, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity, sir.
1: Oh it's it's my pleasure. And that wraps up another amazing, exciting episode of the podcast The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, Dave Mendonka, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com, check out the show notes. Until next time, goodbye.